Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Memorei Ram Goldar, and today we're Zakhashchalim Daf Tezvav, the fifth parak Elohen Hamamunim. This is going to be an abbreviated cheer with a pop quiz at the end. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, the next Mishnah discusses the Lushkas Chashayin, the chamber of the discreet, where sin-fearing people would deposit donations into it discreetly, and Anim from aristocratic families would sustain themselves from it discreetly. The Gemara then illustrates the importance of Sadaq performed discreetly and with sensitivity with several stories. Rabbi Yonah said the Pasuk in Talmud doesn't say Ashrei Nosen Ladal, praise be he who gives to the needy, rather it's Ashrei Maskil Eldal, praise be he who contemplates the needy. Zeshu Mistakab Mitzvah Hechavasosa, this refers to one who looks at a mitzvah to see how to best perform it so that it should not be demeaning to the Ani. When Raviona would see an Ani from an aristocratic family who lost his estate, he would say to him, My son, since I heard that an inheritance has fallen to you, you'll soon be out of your financial difficulty. So take this money now and you'll repay me when you receive your inheritance. After the poor person took the money, you tell him that he's giving it to him as a gift. The Tichon Chandon explains that when Raviona told the Ani that he will pay, he meant that one day the Ani will repay the favor by helping out another Ani. And that Ani might be Raviona's descendant since poverty is a cyclical phenomenon. Point number two, the Gemara brings the story of Nachum Ishgamzu, who did not attend sufficiently to an Ani. Nachum Ishgamzu was bringing a gift to his father-in-law's house and was met by a man afflicted with boils. The man said that Nachum Ishgamzu should gain merit by giving to him. So Nachum responded, when I return. The Tikkun Chadni explains that he didn't rush to fulfill the Ani's request because it didn't sound urgent and he felt it was more respectful to first bring the gift to his father-in-law. Upon his return, he found the man dead, and facing the corpse, he said, May my eyes that did not prompt me to help you go blind, may my hands that did not stretch out to give you be cut off, and may my legs that did not run to give you be broken. After all these calamities happened to him, Rabbi Kiva visited him and expressed his dismay in seeing him in such a state. Nakam replied, Woe is me if I don't see you one day in such a state. When Rabbi Kiva asked why he was cursing him, Nakam responded, Ma'at mevad And why are you spurning afflictions? Afflictions are precious, and they atone for one's sins. And point number three, the opening mission of the sixth parak mentions a tradition that the Arnold is hidden under the Dir HaEitzim, the wood chamber where wood is kept to be burned on the Mizbeach. The Tikkun Chadin explains that Yoshiyahu HaMelech hid it towards the end of Bayes Rishon. The Gemara brings a rice that teaches the name of Rebbe Leezer, Ha'aron Gal Imahen Labavel. The Arn went into exile with them to Babel. Rabbi Yudah bin Lakish says, Bimkomo Ha'ya'aron Nignaz. The Arn was hidden in its place. This is referring to a secret underground chamber that Shlomo HaMelech had built under the Kodesh Kodashim. So once again, the three points are number one. The next mission discusses the Lishkas Chashayin, the chamber of the discreet where sin-fearing people would deposit donations into it discreetly, and anim from aristocratic families would sustain themselves from it discreetly. The Gemara then illustrates the importance of tzedakah performed discreetly and with sensitivity with several stories. Rabbi Yonah said, the Pasuk in the doesn't say, Ashrei nosen ladal, praise be he who gives to the needy. Rather, it says, Ashrei maskil eldal, praise be he who contemplates the needy. Zeshu mistakah b'mitzvah heichel This refers to one who looks at a mitzvah to see how to best perform it so that it should not be demeaning to the poor person. When Raviona would see an Ani from an aristocratic family who had lost his estate, he'd say to him, my son, since I heard that a Yerusha has fallen to you and you'll soon be out of your financial difficulties, take this money now and you'll repay me when you receive your Yerusha. After the Ani took the money, he would then tell him that he's giving it to him as a gift. The Tichon Chadon explains that when Raviona told the Ani that he'll repay, he meant that one day the Ani will repay the favor by helping out another Ani. And that Ani might be Raviona's descendant since poverty is a cyclical phenomenon. Pointing to the Gemara brings the story of Nachum Ishgamzu, who didn't attend sufficiently to an Ani. Nachum Ishgamzu was bringing a gift to his father-in-law's house and was met by a man afflicted with boils. The man said that Nachum Ishgamzu should gain merit 
by giving to him. He responded, upon my return. The Tikkun Chanun explains that he did not rush to fulfill the Ani's request because it didn't sound urgent and he felt it was more respectful to first bring the gift to his father-in-law. Upon his return, he found the man dead and facing the corpse, he said, may my eyes that did not prompt me to help you go blind, may my hands that did not stretch out to give you be cut off, and may my legs that did not run to give you be broken. After all these calamities happened to him, Rabbi Kiva visited him and expressed his dismay in seeing him in such a state. Nakam replied, Eli ani roi Woe is me if I don't see you one day in such a state. Rabbi Kiva asked why he was cursing him, and Nakam responded, Ma'at mevayt b'yusurim, and why are you spreading afflictions? Afflictions are precious, and they atone for one's sins. All right, so now we go to our Simber Dov Tezvav, and our standard simon is a fruit bowl. How do we get to a fruit bowl? Because Tezvav is two, two b'shvat, two b'shvat we think of fruit, and we're going to use a fruit bowl because it's a little bit easier to work with than individual pieces of fruit for the purposes of a simon. So here goes. The unassuming fruit bowl where people would give and take sedaka discreetly was always next to the bed of the tzaddik who suffered afflictions for being slow to give and where a holy chest was buried deep beneath him. Once again in slow motion. The unassuming fruit bowl. Fruit bowl. That must be on Duff Tezvav. Two. Two Bishvat. The unassuming fruit bowl where people would give and take tzedakah discreetly, which reminds the next mission discusses the Lushka's Choshain, the chamber of the discreet, where sin-fearing people would deposit donations into it discreetly, and anim from aristocratic families would sustain themselves from it discreetly. And the Gemara illustrates the importance of tzedakah performed discreetly. Rabbi Yonah said the Pasuk in the Hilm does not write Ashrei Nosen Ladal, praise be he who gives to the needy, rather it's written Ashrei Maskil Eldal, praise be he who contemplates the needy. This refers to one who looks at a mitzvah to see how to best perform it so that it should not be demeaning to the poor person. When Rabbi Yonah would see a poor person from an aristocratic family who lost his estate, he would say to him, My son, since I heard that you have a Yerusha coming to you, and you'll soon be out of your financial difficulties, take this money now, and you'll repay me when you receive your Yerusha. After the Ani took the money, he would then tell me he's giving to him as a gift. And the Tikkun explains that when Rabbi Yonah told the Ani, that he will repay, he meant that one day the Ani will repay the favor by helping out another Ani, and that Ani might be Rabbi Yonah's descendant, since poverty is a cyclical phenomena. So the unassuming fruit bowl, where people would give and take tzedakah discreetly, was always next to the bed of the tzaddik, who suffered afflictions for being slow to give. Which reminds the Gemara brings the story of Nachum Ishgamzu, who didn't give immediately to an Ani who had boils. Upon his return, he found the man dead, and facing the corpse, he said, May my eyes that did not prompt me to help you go blind, may my hands that did not stretch out to give you be cut off, and may my legs that did not run to give you be broken. After all these calamities happened to him, Rabbi Kiva visited him and expressed his dismay in seeing him in such a state. Nachum replied, Woe is me if I don't see you one day in such a state. Rabbi Kiva asked him why he was cursing him. Nachum responded, Why are you spurning afflictions? Afflictions are precious, and they atone for one's sins. So, the unassuming fruit bowl, where people would give and take tzedakah discreetly, was always next to the bed of the tzaddik, who suffered afflictions for being slow to give, and where a holy chest was buried deep beneath him. Which reminds the opening mission of the sixth parak mentions the tradition that the arn was hidden under the dira eitzim, the wood chamber where wood is kept to be burned on the mizbech. The Tikkun Chadin explains that Yoshiel Melk hid it towards the end of Bais Rishon. The Gemara brings a bright that teaches the name of Elezer that the arn went into exile with them to Bavel. Yudah ben Lakish said the arn was hidden in its place, referring to a secret underground chamber that Shlomo Melk had built under the Kodesh Kadashim. So once again, the unassuming fruit bowl, where people would give and take tzedakah discreetly, was always next to the bed of the tzaddik, who suffered afflictions for being slow to give, and where a holy chest was buried deep beneath them. All right, now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of ten questions. Number one, which stuff do we have between Rabbi Yazir and Rabbi Yeshua when one is makdishtam his possessions, whether animals are meant for bedaka bias or for olos? That's on daf. Yud base. Good. Number two. 
Which stuff do we have the story of Nachum Ishkamzer? That's on Dav. Tezva. Good. Number three. Which stuff do we have whether there are four or five Chosamos, tokens from the Nesachim? That's on Dav. Yadad. Good. Number four. Which stuff do we have in And there are three different size strips of red wool. One for the Paraduma, one for the Sarla Zazel, and one for the Mitzor. That's on Dav. Good. Good. Number five. Which stuff do you learn two different opinions regarding the source for Moshe Rabbeinu's wealth? That's on Duff. Yadalad. Good. Number six. Which stuff do we learn that the temple artisans were paid from the leftover Katoras? That's on Duff. Yadalad. Good. Number seven. Which stuff do you learn according to one opinion Rabbi Kiva gave us Mishnah, Midrash, Halachos, and Haggados? That's on Duff. Yud Gimel. Good number eight. Which stuff do we have in Malchuk? Whether the woman who wove the parochas received their wages from the Shiari Halishka or from the Bedeka Bias. That's on Duff. Yud. Good number nine. Which stuff do we have in Rabbi Kiva agrees that one can do business with Hektish funds provided that one takes the losses and Hektish takes the profits. That's on Duff. Yud Alf. Good. And number ten. Which stuff do we have in Rabbi Yoda teaches the importance of being discreet and giving tzedakah from the Pusik? Ashrei Maskil El Dal. That's on Dav. Tezvav. Excellent. That concludes our pop quiz. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zikhu wishing you a great day and great learning.